You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Hi. My name is Adam Reichert, co-host of the Talk Eastern Europe podcast. I'm sure you have heard about the country of Belarus, which has been dominating international news headlines and the massive protests and violence that broke out there. To understand this country better, we have prepared a special documentary podcast series called The Story of Belarus, The Nation, Its History, and A New Hope. In this 10-episode documentary, we explore the country in greater detail. You can learn more by visiting www.neweasterneurope.eu slash Belarus or listen anywhere you find podcasts. What is up, bruh? What's going on, Saucy Balls? I am watching uh, Unforgiven 2000. Unforgiven 2000? <laughs> I believe, hold on. Yep, Unforgiven 2000. I'm trying to think what month of the year that is. Was <sighs> that uh, October? You know, I have no idea. I don't think it says that in the description here. Oh uh, yeah, I forgot they categorized it on the network by the title not chronologically. Yeah. So I don't know. Yes. Yeah, right now we got the Acolytes versus uh, Right to Censor, I guess. I just started paying attention. It looks like oh, man. It looks like Right to Censor. They all got the uh, white collared shirts, you know. Yeah. It's absolutely Right to Censor. It's Val Venus and the Godfather and... The Good Father. The guy, exactly. The good father. <laughs> uh, I love how cheap that name, the name change was. Yeah, but that rules. He went from a pimp called Godfather to a uh, born-again Christian type of guy called the good father. Yeah, but I'm 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 in complete support of that one, though. Are you? Oh, yeah. I like that kind of writing. I like now, the good... Val Venus keep his name in right to censor? I don't remember. I'm trying to remember what this other guy's name was. Like, Stephen Richards. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. The other, there's another guy. There's like a balding guy. A balding guy? Yeah, just like a balding white guy. He's pretty big. And this oh, is... Oh, uh, Bull Buchanan. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And then uh, we're missing uh, the chick. She's not here yet? Ivory? Yeah, Ivory. She, maybe she had her own match. That's true. I, Ivory's badass, though. Ivory was great in this role. Oh, she was perfect for the role. I don't like... I, I don't really... Without Ivory, I don't see right to... Set, well, the other guy, of course, but... I really liked Ivory's role. Yeah, she, she was... 
She was an Pippin to Jordan. If yeah. Steve Richard was Michael Jordan of right to censor, Ivory is definitely Pippin. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know why I put this one on. I just I'm in a different location during these uh, late night pods. Oh yeah, where you at? I'm on the main level in the living room. Oh man, like a boss. Yeah, because uh, the boys' room is right next to the podcast room. Oh yeah, you don't want little buddy being waken up by my rants and raves or yeah chuckles. Yeah, so, so yeah, I just threw on a little network action and just picked this one randomly. That's awesome. But, uh, that was oh, a great choice. 2000 was a hell of a year for wrestling. Yeah, and did I tell you that this is, apparently this is a uh, triple threat tag match. Did I tell you that? No. Or no, it's not. It's like one of, okay, gotcha. It's four on four. My bad. Oh, an eight-man tag. Eight-man tag. It's it's Acolytes and, uh, and, uh, the... the 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 uh, Dudley Boys. Oh, nice. I, I this is getting relatively close to the era where they switched over from Acolytes to APA. I want to say they're known as the APA at this this point. Well, there that's interesting because uh, Jerry and uh, Jim Ross, that is of course, uh, announced them as the Acolytes. But the I knew they switched over sometime in like 2000, 2001. Well, the, but it's one of those names that always went back and forth. Yeah, because the jumbotron still said AP or said APA. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so I don't know. But anyway, it's money in the bank, Jeff. It is money in the bank time. Yeah, uh, no, no fools this time. Nope, it's confirmed uh, Sunday, Mother's Day Sunday. Way to celebrate Mother's Day. Yeah, they're on a wrestling pay per view. <laughs> uh, or you could even buy it. You could even. I wonder how much uh, wrestling pay. Are they still like sixty dollars if you order it through cable? Even if it's. I believe, I believe so. Yeah. yeah you could pay sixty bucks for a crowdless money in the bank. Uh, but wow, like during the COVID, I have no idea. Yeah, I guess it's the same price. Yeah, that seems awfully steep. Yeah, it sure does. <laughs> um, but yeah, we got Money in the Bank, so that's exciting. I'm excited about the main event like everybody is. God, you, you watch these old matches, you get so jealous of the crowd. Yeah, the crowd is insane <laughs> during these times. It's just, it's it's so much different. Like, How are you getting along on the... Uh, on the Monday Night Raw and SmackDown, on the weekly wrestling. It's usually one show is easy to get through and one show is hard to get through. Yeah. Like, I, I, I have adapted. Because <laughs> WWE is trying different shit. Yeah. And, you know, uh, it, it gets hard during the, uh, during the, middle weeks, like when they're brewing stories and shit, and doesn't seem to be brewing fast enough for your liking. But the go-home shows? Oh, I'm all about the go-home shows, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's... I don't, I don't know if I've fully adapted yet. No? No, I... You, you, you sent me a text earlier this week, to, and you seem kind of frustrated with the uh, crowdless aspect. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm definitely... Uh, well, I mean, I'm not like... I understand everything, so it's not like I'm frustrated. I mean, it's insane that it, it lasted the entire time. Like, it never shut down. Yeah. It, it never will. He's just yearning for the crowd to be back. Yeah. Yeah, so it's not like I'm frustrated, but yeah, it does. It just sucks, man. It's, it's a lot harder to... Like, I don't want... Like, I don't have a, a yearn to watch wrestling. You know what I mean? Most of the time, it's just like, oh, yeah, I'll watch Raw. But it's not like I was excited, you know, to get to Raw. I'm excited to get to Money in the Bank. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm uh, I, the, the cinematic matches, I think, is the only way to go. And since it's probably going to be that, I'm pretty excited about it. Oh, but, yeah, I mean, that, that's, the, that's the one bright spot about this Money in the Bank. If, oh, God damn, that's, I, I'm not even going to make that that allegory. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, under these circumstances, this is probably the spiciest way they could, you know, keep our attention. It's just, let's just have a fucking free-for-all. Unlike the Boneyard match, we're actually giving you details. You know what's going to happen, but you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. It's just, uh, yeah, you got to make it like a movie, man, because... The crowdless wrestling is tough. It doesn't work. It's miss. It's like it's missing an element. And Especially in a ladder match. Yeah. Oh God. Like yeah, the crowd is so important. Like you watch, especially this era shit. It's like they're ha they're not half the show, but you know what I mean. Like it's a huge element. Yeah. And uh, I mean, they. It's is it the most important crowd in sports? I mean, that's probably not true, but maybe it is. I don't know. Like, is it easier to watch a basketball game that has no crowd or a wrestling match? I would say basketball. Would it be easier? If, if you have Stacey and Neil on the call still, like, I, I, can, I can do that. Yeah. I think it'd be easier. You know, because, like, in a basketball, well, I guess it's true in wrestling in the middle of a match, but in a basketball game, like, the crowd kind of loses you in the first and second quarters. They're they're not Fuck yeah they're not in that type of mode. It moves no. slowly throughout. Yeah. You gotta you gotta you gotta cook up a good game and that's by chance. But in wrestling it's not by chance. They're gonna try exactly. to cook they're gonna try to cook up the best game they can. Yeah. So try to put on a show, literally. Yeah and the crowd so. Yeah, it's just it's just crazy man. Like the character is fueled by the crowd. Yeah the the other thing with um, wrestling fans, you know, what, kind of like what you're saying. Like basketball, you don't have a character coming out and like cutting a promo before he subs in. <laughs> yeah. You know, you don't have Kobe White coming out and like, hey, man, I'm going a, I'm to a cross up this motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's tough, man. I, I got a tough time with the no crowd wrestling. It's just missing. It's something It's like it's practice or something it's like i'm not watching and just like shit like the mvp promos at the top of two rolls in a row uh it's like did you record like you just recorded those in the same shot right like you just went back and changed do you think they did probably it looked exactly the same i was like fuck like nothing against mvp but like now it's not the time it's not the time for anybody to return. <laughs> it's a terrible return time. 
It is. Shit, Jinder Mahal just returned, and it's like... what is he on SmackDown or Raw? Gotta tell you. Well, did he skip a week? Did, did I miss him? No, he skipped a week. Because we talked about him last week, and then I watched this week's shit, and I haven't seen him this week. Oh, he's on Raw. And he wasn't on Raw? He was not on the Go Home show, no. Unbelievable. He re-debuted and then uh, took off on vacation. <laughs> I wonder what... Uh, well... I don't know. I think I think he might sneak his way into the pay per view. That'd be nice. Yeah, that'd be real nice. Maybe that, he's a workhorse. He's a stallion. Maybe that's why they did it. I don't know why they didn't just do it. If they did that, why don't we just wait to debut him at the pay per view? <laughs> that'd be badass. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> Wrestling's hurt. They, they need ratings. That's true. Right now we got Taz versus Jerry the King Lawler. Ooh, an announcer match. Yeah, he, he pulled a classic and got up and stripped out of his gear and he had his wrestling stuff underneath. It was awesome. This is the start. The, this is one of the very starts of the Raw SmackDown feud that would brew into Survivor Series for the next 20 years. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. 2000? Raw and Taz, like, I mean, not Raw and Taz. King and Taz, like, King would say some smart-ass comment, like, saying how uh, SmackDown has lesser announcers or lesser products, something like that, like, just on the mic during Raw, and then Taz would clap back on SmackDown, like, you know, uh, I'm from Brooklyn, blah, 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 blah. you know, you just get Brooklyn on your yeah. ass, and they, they got a feud going between them, I think one was called out, and... Here you are, at an Unforgiven 2000 with Jerry yeah. Lawler versus Taz. Yeah. A couple of suplexes. And it's a strap match. Oh, of course it is. <laughs> oh, shit. That's, that's Jerry the King Lawler for you, man. Alright, hold on a second. We're back, but I might have to adjust. But it looks pretty good. We're back, baby. We're back. So, uh... What were we talking about? Oh, the the strap match. Yeah, this we had a mild interruption. Uh, well, we were talking about the strap match between Taz and uh, Jerry the King Lawler. The uh, second match of the card here. Um, so yeah, what do you think about what should we do first, Jeff? A little raw? Should we? Do we have uh, any segments today? We do actually. Uh, we got a couple of segments on the horizon. One today, cooking with legs. Texas Handman, Jason returns. Andrew might pop in as well. I don't know. He's going to uh, tell us about a new pizza. Not a new, but I don't know if the pizza's new or not. I'm not a food guy, but it's called a grandma-style pizza. <laughs> okay. God damn. Tell us in on that. That sounds amazing. Huh? I said, that sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, we're stepping on toes. I got a little rattled there. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll get next over. Next week, Eric. Next week we got a Boom DDT dollar bin. I just lined that up with Bert. Gonna be uh, reviewing Maximum Conviction. Oh, nice. That's the one I that wanted. Yeah, that's the one I wanted. I I, I am familiar. Who's in it? Uh, Steven Seagal and Stone Cold Steve Austin. 
Excellent. Sounds like a blast. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's it's definitely it's on uh, Amazon Prime. If any of the listeners want to tune in. Hell yeah! So we'll be reviewing that with uh, film expert and milkman Bork next week. Hell yeah! I'm excited about that, man. That's a good one. Have you watched it yet? I have not. Oh yeah. Can do you have I mean, any? I'm going to need some credentials for the Amazon Prime. Okay. Dude, Raven just ran up in in on the match, and the King's getting screwed, and Jim Ross is pissed. ECW. Yep. Um, Brotherhood is strong. It is strong. So yeah, we got we got uh, segments coming. So we're gonna are we gonna do wrestling first, and then call uh, our uh, uh, cooking with legs segment? Uh, yeah. Let's let's just go through the week that was. And uh, then we'll go to Shearbeck, and then uh, he said he's down to stick around for the Buddy the Bank prediction show because I told him about the the stipulation. That he's a drink. <laughs> excellent. Okay, that is excellent. Uh, I want to say that starting off on Raw Monday, uh, Shayna Baszler's, and correct me if I'm wrong, was it Raw or SmackDown? But Shayna uh, does a cool guy walk down to the ring. It's like her, Asuka, and Naya, so it's got to be raw. Yes. Yeah. Her cool guy walk, man. I saw it like four times. I did not see the cool guy walk, because I <laughs> oh, usually you... space out during the uh, entrances. You really missed out. She, she had a... This was during the MVP lounge, and she was... She was certainly lounging like a cool guy, cool guy. Yeah. Excuse me, cool girl. Let's be uh, inclusive here, Eric. Yeah, yeah. The aforementioned uh, MVP lounge. <sighs> I don't know, but yeah, the walk was hilarious, man. I mean, it couldn't have been more badass. It's worth a review. I should have, I should have caught a clip of it for the IG page. It was a good one. And like you said, she liked to lounge, cool shit. Oh yeah. The, she, she had the cool. She had her arm up over the 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 arm of the chair. You know, she was just she was lounging back. Yeah, cool as a cucumber. Yeah, yeah. So her and Asuka had a little thing with uh, Naya. Ended up attacking Naya at the end. Actually, just like one hit, right? Naya just escaped the ring. Yeah. So there was two couches separated by a little table. Asuka came out, sat on the couch to the right. Shayna came out, cool girl sat on the couch to the left with her arm up, and then Naya came out and for some reason didn't want to sit with either side, so sat on the coffee table in the middle. I found that odd, but <laughs> we, we saw what that was for, and it was the uh, spot where Asuka and Shayna are like talking smack to each other and get up in each other's face, and then just turn to look at Naya and give her, each give her one boot. Naya falls over on her back and rolls out of the ring. Okay, so this is just a little Money in the Bank uh, preview promo thingy? Yeah. Okay. But Asuka, once again, is sh- like, goddamn, she is shining like a star right now. Oh, yeah. I I, I, I love it. It's, it's, it's so consistent from week to week. Yeah, and you gotta wonder, like, I don't think she could pull this off with the crowd. No, because of the racist what chance. Yeah, they'll just start doing that. So, I I want more people who have second (laughs) language 
the language barrier issues with English. Get on the mic. Let's get Shinsuke back on the mic. Yeah. Let's get Asuka back on the mic. Let's get, um... Well, it's like, you know... Uh, it Andrade just, on the mic. It just makes you think they're a heel, though. You know, like, it, yeah. that's traditional wrestling. It's, like, burned into your brain. At this point, it, does Asuka still seem like a heel to you, though? Because I, 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 I disagree there. I, I think her, no, that's like, charisma, and she's just talking shit to a known heel in Shayna Baszler and another semi-heel in Nia Jax. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why it's weird, because we've been conditioned that the anybody that doesn't speak English is a bad guy. You know, that's like the that's traditional wrestling. That is, but I mean, the times are changing, Eric. <laughs> I, I think it's open to interpretation at the very least. Oh, for sure, for <laughs> sure. I'm just I'm getting tricked into thinking anybody that talks in a different language is a bad guy because I'm just I've been trained. <laughs> I've been oh look at who we got here, Jeff, Andrew Martin himself. Yeah, test. Oh, oh uh, test? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought you'd talk about our buddy Marty. I know, that's why it's because hilarious. He, he popped up on SmackDown when SmackDown was in Peoria in 2002. Yep, oh yeah. Oh my popped god. Popped up live on the broadcast. Yep, and Perry Saturn, who could forget? <laughs> Perry Saturn just cries out WCW, man. Oh yeah. His tattoos are WCW style. They certainly are. <laughs> he, he has a sweet belly tat that just says Saturn. That's Now that's commitment. Yeah. And then F Funaki. Everybody's here. Oh man. I mean, talk about language, Barry. We've come a long <laughs> way, Eric, from uh, uh, overdubbing. What was that faction called? When it was Funaki and Takamishinoku. Yeah. Kai and Tai. Yeah, Kai and Tai. Get on the mic, and their mics would be cut off. And, uh, like, Taka would say some classic, like, overdubbed kung fu shit. Like, racist as hell. And then Funaki would get on, and he would, like, lift his part for ten seconds. And then just be... Indeed. Yeah, yeah. The, the indeed was actually good. The rest of it's pretty racist, but the indeed. I uh, mean, it was it was hella. I mean, it was ridiculous, man. Looking back on that, the originally the original wrestling mark in our lives. Brian Graham, BG, loved that indeed line. He used to quote it all the time as kids. That's a good line, man. That is a good ass line. Indeed, man. Um, so yeah, what else happened on Raw? Well, well, what good happened on Raw? There was a, uh, so we know from last week that Apollo Crews' spot is vacant in the Money in the Bank uh, title match because of his uh, oddly timed injury in the Andrade Cianamas match on Raw the week prior, so yes. this week on Raw we had a Money in the Bank qualifying gauntlet for that final spot. That took up the first hour of Raw or so. Oh yeah, but my question for you is, did they ever announce how many people were going to be in that thing? Uh, yes, uh, six on each side, and so 12 total. If you include men and women, 12. No, uh, the gauntlet match. 
no. Beforehand, no. They they kept it a mystery. I was wondering. I kept thinking, like, wait, how many? I, I was losing track of how many people, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I thought it was just gonna be a classic five. Yeah, it was a longer gauntlet. There was uh, seven matchups in this gauntlet. <laughs> you know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Hey, I'm Mike. And this year, thanks to Metro, nothing's getting between me and my holidays. As a rideshare driver, I know a thing or two about going the extra mile. And Metro's helping me go even further. Metro covered the switching fees and gave me and the family high-speed data for only $25 a line for four lines. Plus, we scored four free Galaxy phones from Metro just for switching. Now, we can all get in the holiday spirit streaming our favorite tunes and ring in the new year over video chat with family and friends. You work hard. Switching to Metro isn't. This season, there's zero fees to switch. And right now, enjoy Metro's lowest price. Just 25 bucks a line for four lines, plus four free Samsung Galaxy phones when you switch. I'm Mike, and that's how I rule my holiday with Metro. Plus device sales tax with eligible port in a no T-Mobile service in past 180 days. One phone per line while supplies last. If new line deactivates, all lines lose four line promo rate. Additional terms apply. Limited time offer. See Metro by T-Mobile.com. Okay. But I mean, three hour show, no crowd. I'll take that. That's true. So what do you think of the winner? He is risen, Eric. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, they're trying to explain it and not explain it at the same time, but AJ Styles <laughs> comes in in the final slot of this gauntlet and yep. takes down Humberto Carrillo yep. and, and gets a final spot in the money in the bank after yeah. being buried alive less than a month ago at WrestleMania by The Undertaker in a Boneyard match. Yeah, I forget which announcer it was, but they kept trying to trick us. They were like... Um... Damn, I can't remember which one it was. Holy shit! I got like, ten, I got like five flies in my house. <laughs> Twice he was like, <sighs> it must be. But no, I think uh, I think the announcer was a Byron actually. Oh, that was trying to pull the trickery. You mean what, was he just glossing over it, or was he? I don't know. I'm trying to like. I'm trying to remember his exact, uh, oh, he kept trying to, he kept trying to say, a lot of people thought AJ Styles was never coming back from that. <laughs> like, what do you mean by that? Uh, I think that's Tom Phillips. <laughs> like, what do you mean by that? Is he dead? Or he's just so... He, he should be. He had a single arm hanging up with a lip claw through the dirt. No, 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 that was he's him. Dead. No, 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 that was him coming back. And I, that's what I thought. I thought he... Punch the hand through, man. Classic. He's still alive. Well, was it a fist or was it a claw? The AJ hand? Yeah, sticking I, out the dirt. I think it was, I think it was a, a fake. I think it was a mannequin hand. That's what it looked like well, to yeah, me. Well, yeah, but was the hand crumpled into a fist like you punched no. through? 
Or was it limp like a claw? No, I thought it was uh, straight, like fingers extended, like reaching for the skies, like I made it out of the dirt <laughs> and the rubble. Okay, well, that, that that's open to interpretation. Yeah. But yeah, one of them kept trying to sell us on the fact that a lot of people were thinking that AJ was never going to come back from this. And I didn't know if that meant he was dead or he's just so ashamed at the loss. But uh, I actually liked it. I liked the move and I liked the little promo afterwards. The promo afterwards was okay. But yeah. I, I definitely liked the surprise move of bringing AJ into this because up until that point you had... Lashley dominating the first half of the contest. Took down Titus, Akira Tozawa, and then Shelton Benjamin made an appearance from the grave. Yeah, and he... Yeah. <laughs> they talk about wondering if they'd ever be in the ring again. Shelton <laughs> Benjamin and Titus O'Neil. Seriously. Shelton Benjamin looked uh, hurt or something. It's painful to watch. And then uh, Lashley's run got ended by a racist referee. What do you mean? What, what, I don't remember that. Uh, Lashley was just being aggressive when he was uh, in his match with Carrillo and uh, was in the corner, like, stomping a stomping a mud hole and throwing punches. And uh, the rest started counting. got, one, two, three, four. Okay, Bobby, back up. And he went to, like, touch Bobby's arm, and Bobby just, get off me. But, he like, he didn't touch the ref. He just, like, shoot him away. And the, the, the ref just looks like a classic Southern guy, and he got all <laughs> copy racist and shit. He's like, all right, he's Bobby Lashley's disqualified. Yeah, classic. So got DQ'd by the racist yeah. ref. Yep, oversteps his power on a black man, Jeff. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if, if a black man <laughs> doesn't listen to a white man for a split second. Yeah. Christ so, almighty. Um... Damn, I don't know what kind of match this is. This is like a hardcore match or something. They're all over the place. There's a timer, though. Uh, uh, that beats me, man. I'd have to get my wrestling binder out. Uh, what? Good. Go I was just going to continue. Uh, from then on, Carrillo uh, went through Angel Garza with Selena Vega out there. And then Austin Theory came out, and at this point, I'm like, oh, shit. Even if he's going to beat Austin Theory, and then Andrade's going to come out, and Andrade's going to take the final spot. And we're going to get more and more Selena Vega. Yeah. But no, uh, after Austin Theory, AJ filled that last spot. He is risen. <laughs> uh, what else happened on Raw? Anything good? Oh, uh, Street Profits versus uh, Viking Raiders. Hmm. It was a, a non-title match, but I thought both of them really uh, played well in their match. Played well. <laughs> they played their pops well. Yeah, that's sports radio right there. Yeah. Here's a guy. Here's a guy. <laughs> Here's a guy, Here's that, played, a guy that played well in his match. <laughs> in his wrestling match. <laughs> I really liked the tombstone. Uh, <laughs> no, uh... Uh, the Viking Raiders won this match. It was a non-title match, but I, I mean, I was rooting for the Street Profits. But the Viking Raiders earned back, in my eyes, they earned back their NXT name. They are the War Raiders, and I will call them as such from here on out. 
Because they put on a oh, good yeah. show with the Street Profits. Oh, yeah. I, I like that combo. Well, I either got, did not see that match or it was not on the Hulu cut. Holy shit. It had better have been on the Hulu cut. This is right after the halfway match. Hmm. No, I didn't, I didn't see it. Or I may have, uh, who knows, I may have missed it. That happens sometimes. You take a little snooze, you come back around, you don't know if you saw something or not. Hey, as long as it didn't take you six tries yeah. to watch Raw this week, nope. then that, that's progress. Nope, we had a uh, we had a night where Samantha wanted to do the grocery shopping, so I was home with Buddy, and we watched, we watched all of Raw, and I think about half of SmackDown. So I got a, I got a pretty good uh, I did a pretty good job, Jeff. I wasn't sleeping oh. through it ten times in a row. Hell yeah, dude! Damn, Steve Blackman. <clears throat> yeah, War Raiders. They're, they're, they're looking good and looking like uh, they're gonna get a title shot for the Street Profits, which got me thinking, Eric. Are there any veteran tag teams on Raw? Or are they all on SmackDown? Raw. Well, Gallows and Anderson are gone. Yes. Um, Hardy Boys are not are gone. Not existent. Yeah. Although we did have Jeffrey Jeff Jeffrey Hardy's return, right? Uh, we we just had Chapter Four of the um, Ch- Jeff Hardy Chapter Four, the comeback. Oh yeah, the comeback. <laughs> the comeback. But uh, Cole did announce that he would be on Raw next week. And Seamus, who's been giving Cole the jelly eye this entire time, he's like, Jeff Hardy's going to be on Raw? Well, so will I. No shit, dipshit. Or, or on SmackDown. Oh, uh, yeah, SmackDown, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so so we, we still don't really know why Seamus hates Jeff Hardy. Is it just his beard? I think he's a little bit of beard envy because remember Seamus had remember when Seamus had a weird beard? Yeah. With like uh, beads in it and shit. Yeah, it, it got it got a little out of hand and he put beads in it to try to <laughs> accentuate himself. No, but it was a little bit like Jeff Hardy's. It was like claws. Yeah, but wasn't it just a goatee? I don't know. These guys got beard issues, man. Yeah, that, that's their feud. No. Who's got the worst beard? <laughs> yeah, I think so. But uh <laughs> But no, did he ever tell us why he hates him? No, I think he's just uh K Fabe style, I think he's just jealous of the attention that Jeff Hardy's getting after he Because ju- every time there's been a Jeff Hardy uh part of this not a trilogy, but a quadrature <laughs> This uh series. Yes, this docu series on Jeff <laughs> Terrible docuseries on Jeff Hardy's life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before before every one of the episodes, there's been Seamus jobbing some fucking local cat. Okay, so he's stealing his thunder. Yes, and Cole just, like, he, like the rest of us, Cole's bored by Seamus jobbing, so he goes straight to Je- Jeff Hardy, and Seamus hears Cole because you can hear everything in the performance center, and he just comes over and stalks him. Okay. So yeah, so we're gonna get that. Actually, we probably got it tonight. Yeah, yeah, that'd be on the Go Home Show. I started watching tonight's episode before uh, for this uh, podcast recording, but 
side deposit for to get a hype on on some money in the bank. Hell yeah. Little little in between. Hell yeah. Uh, real quick, Eric, you have not been keeping up on NXT, I take it? No, but I saw something from last night's episode. Or Wednesday's episode, or whatever, you know. Yeah, they, they were hyping Wednesday's episode on, on uh, Raw, and it looked real good. But it, unfortunately, I didn't see this till past Wednesday. No, I, I, I did not watch. So, did you hear any, hear any deets? I, I heard no deets, but I knew that Flair was having her first title match for the NXT title against Io Shirai. But, I mean... Oh, yeah. I heard about that, and I heard that was really good. Yeah, you're right. That's probably something we need to be watching. Or at least go back to watch that one. Yeah. Um, on Raw this week on the Go Home Show, Flair had a just a singles match with Liv Morgan. Yes. I thought I thought it was awkward. It was pretty awkward. You could tell they haven't worked together much, if at all. No, uh, there yeah. was a lot of Liv was doing a lot of knee strikes, and it didn't look like Flair was ready for many of the knee strikes. I mean, this is nothing against Flair. Obviously, Flair's a professional. I just and Liv looks pretty good in her own. Like this isn't Mandy Rose versus Charlotte Flair. This is Liv Morgan. She she can she can wrestle. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, yeah, who knows who's to blame. I don't understand it enough to be able to tell you who that is, but it it, it looked very awkward. <laughs> but I mean, damn. I guess this is a push for Liv? Something. I mean, is it random, though? Did she, did she have anything with Flair, or this is just random? No, it's just random. She came out and gave the, basically the same promo that everyone gives to Flair. I wasn't, you know, she, she, she made it personal though. She's like, I didn't even have a dad, let alone a dad to get me into whatever career I wanted to be in. I'm like, damn, you, you came out of the gate with that live? Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to have a good hot. time and you tell me that <laughs> yeah. you didn't have a dad. <laughs> Mercy. Yeah. I just, dude, um, Xbox just jumped on an upside down table that was not like a traditional wrestling table. Like picture a card table, more of a square. And yeah. maybe like three foot by three foot is all. So like you're talking about four legs sticking straight up on this tiny table and he jumped in the middle of it. And oh. it made me cringe. I, I mean, it was um, like, you don't want one of those legs going anywhere. No. It was insane. I don't know what the fuck he was... Yeah, broke in half and he he was fine. I gotta imagine that's pre-cut because when I think of a card table, I think of a pretty thick table. You're not breaking through that with X-Pac at weighing in at a buck (laughs) fifty. Well, it was like the table was upside down on top of Jericho's chest, which is weird as hell already. Yeah. And then uh, X-Pac just went off the top rope and just kind of sandwich shit around Jericho, you know, like stomp the two edges and then it it folded up like a taco around Jericho. That's so strange. Yeah, it was very odd, but it looked ex- like I don't know what the fuck he was thinking. I would never have done that. No. I well, I mean people were thinking they were 
it was jazzy back in the Attitude Era. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's okay, a, he's I'm a do pro. This spot. Okay. I mean, Xbox a pro. Yeah. Oh yeah. So. They're both pros. Oh yeah. Yeah. That uh, that matchup kind of screams WCW low card to me, though. What Jericho and Xbox? Yeah, Lionheart versus whatever. <laughs> Did Xbox have a different name in WCW? I think he was Xbox. Was he? He was like uh, he's had a couple names. Something to do with six. Uh, I don't know. There's gonna be if if there's marks listed to this, they're gonna be pissed. Because <laughs> I can't remember. They his, certainly will. <laughs> I can't remember his so other they're name. They're yelling at you right now. Yeah, kid six. Does that sound familiar? The six sounds familiar, but I keep thinking six pack. Now I'm just I'm pulling an old guy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'll look it up. Um. So the was there anything else on Raw? Are we good for Raw? Uh, the main event was just D Mac versus Buddy Murphy, and there wasn't really anything there. Just uh, feeling the flames for D Mac versus Rollins because Rollins was just watching on the entire time, then tried to uh, sabotage D Mac after D Mac won, and D Mac ended up standing tall. Okay. How did Smackdown it? Smackdown yeah. last week wasn't that good though, I'll tell you that. Yeah, that one uh was a little bit harder to get through. Yeah. Uh I'm trying to think of any takeaways. They had a uh story time on the Firefly Funhouse, the black sheep. What do you, what do you think of this feud, Eric? Oh uh <laughs> Braun and Bray. I don't know why I can't get behind it. Oh, Christian mentioned something on uh, WWE backstage, and I kind of agree with it. This is like, if you're going to have a deep story like this, it's real fucking rushed. Like, yeah. you started this after WrestleMania, and we're about a month later, and you're going to, I mean, this better not, you could have it be the climax. Or like Christian advocates for, you can have like Braun retain basically, and then they go their separate ways, and then at the next major pay per view, say SummerSlam or whatever, you kind of bring it back, and then you have more to build on. No, oh, for sure. Yeah, it's rushed as shit. No doubt about that. Yeah, Booker T is just saying, take this and just ride it for the next couple of months. <laughs> Well, we'll see, man. Why? Why do we all like? We already have a. Is it a title match? Yeah, this is a title match. Yeah. Why? Why do we already have it if we're gonna go two more months? Silly. Good point. Uh. In. Okay. So I said kid six, Jeff. Yeah. So what I was doing there is what I was looking for is one, two, three, kid. Oh, the one, two, three, kid. And then, I was looking for six Pac. So he, he was six Pac. Yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Those are the names I remember in X Pac, obviously. Other than that, it says six. Uh, the Kamikaze Kid, the Lightning Kid, the Cannonball Kid. I don't I remember. Mean, Stature, he's got to give rid of that kid name. Yeah, I don't remember any of those. I don't know if that's like Indie Circuit or I'm not familiar with those. Um, 
let's see, anything else? Uh, Daniel Bryan cut a promo to start the show, and this has led into a Bryan versus Corbin match. They're both Money in the Bank contestants. Uh, Bryan's got a big haircut, and it seems like he's changed his style a little bit because, like, he's normally backed by the crowd so much with the yes movement and everything, and he doesn't have that right now. No. Like, he's getting a little sassier in his promos. Yeah. But not, like, not Mother Earth sassy, like, when he was a heel. Yeah, what a, that was a weird gimmick. It was. That was a uh, really to be, weird gimmick. To be a hippie heel, that, that's a weird yeah. stance. Like, why, why are we booing him for wanting to recycle? <laughs> well, I mean, he kind of, he, he did what you'd have to do to make it work. Yeah, he was a, he was a recycled douche. Yeah, he was the guy who, you know, is constantly in your ear talking about, oh, I, I, I don't use any disposables, and you should recycle that pizza box. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> so he, 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 a valiant effort, I think. Yeah. <laughs> for the record, I'm pro recycle, but... No, uh, I I have too. Like not nearly to that extent. Like on the on the recycle meter, ten being Daniel Bryan in this role, and zero being John. I don't give a fuck, hillbilly. I'm yeah. probably at a four. Yeah. Oh, for sure. No, I'm definitely I'm I'm pro recycle as well. But uh, yeah, he did he did the character. I mean, everybody knows that guy. Nobody likes him. But I mean. Apparently that's Daniel Bryan just taking his attitude up to 11, so he's probably a little bit of a recycled douche in real life. Oh, for sure. I think I think that's known. I don't know. I don't watch any of the shows like that. Yeah. But yeah. Um, wasn't there... Oh yeah, there was a Forgotten Sons tag match. Yeah. What'd you think? Yeah. Eric? I'm glad they served... But you're not taking down the new day. I fail. I, I refuse to give the revival part two their credit in taking down the new day. Yeah. This is rushed. Yeah, I'm... you can de- you can debut on SmackDown, but you're not just getting into the mix all of a sudden. They took down the champion, so that must mean they're in, in line for a title match in the future. Yep, that's what it means, Cole, because we're rushing everything without the crowd. Yeah, they already rushed stuff. Now they're in super rush mode. Yeah. But, uh, I, I like your, uh, how you start off with, I'm glad they served. <laughs> yeah. I thought we confirmed that none of them served. I thought one of them served. I don't know. We confirmed that two no serves. Unless, two no serves? I don't know, unless their Wikipedia pages just don't have it, but you think it would. But, maybe it doesn't, I don't know. I don't know, but that's a good pre... Did you you catch their metal music I was talking about last week? Oh, I didn't pay attention again. God damn it. Eric. Well, they added to it. Ooh. Because before the song kicks in with the raging metal, it just... It's three guys chanting, Do unto others! Oh, okay. Like the start of the... Like, so they're, they're... they're draping themselves I think I remember America. that. Yeah, I think I remember that. <laughs> it's just shredding guitar, bro. 
Oh, they're coming in with their beards and their bald heads and spitting water. Well, not spitting water nowadays, but they yeah. would be spitting water under normal circumstances. Oh yeah, not like a Triple H spit, but just like a, like a, like a, a water, like a big old gulp. A punk. Yeah. 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 Right to the ground. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, I mean, what, what do you think of them? Uh, I, I don't know, the, the announcers kept trying to put them over, but I didn't think they looked that impressive. No. They're AEW talent, in my opinion. I don't know, I just was like, I don't know, like, the, obviously the announcers are supposed to put them over, but give me something that makes it real when they put them over. Yeah. So, I don't know. I didn't, I, I'll, I'm not making a judgment this early on, but, uh, yeah, I'm not too hot on them so far. I'd say get in line. Move over to Raw with the uh, Young Guns. Yeah. And get get in line. Like you can't just cut. Like Miz and Morrison, they get they get a pass because they're both veterans. Yeah. And (laughs) you know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Santa Bucks are back at Meyer. Now through Saturday, you decide what's on sale and save even more on the things you love. Like a Nintendo Switch Lite, just $199.99. Or an LOL Surprise OMG 2020 collection for $39.99. And Meyer is now offering free pickup on orders of $50 or more. So we do the shopping and save you time during this busy holiday season. Enjoy the great deals at Meyer. Exclusions apply. Visit Meyer.com to get started. They're playing that heel role great. Yeah, it's I a like little different. Tandem. It is a little they're different. At, actually, they're on commentary during this match. I thought they did a great job. Yes. Yep. Uh, I, I, I think I sent you a video of uh, Cold Cheesing it at a, a, a line that John Morrison gave during this match. Yeah, I cracked a little joke, and Cole just thought it was—he was a giddy little schoolgirl. Yeah, he said he said something about uh, Biggie spooning in the corner, as like Biggie's like got someone in the corner ramming his head into the gut. You know the classic turnbuckle move. Oh yeah. And Morrison's like, he's got him spooning over there, and then you see how the next alternate camera angle that Cole's just in the background, just gagging. Corey's like, "Are you okay over there, Cole?" I think we've lost Cole for a second. <laughs> it was, when I texted Eric yeah. this video, he texted me back. He's like, what a dork Cole yeah. is. Yeah. yeah, it's unbelievable. <laughs> He's such a goober. Oh shit, look at... We got uh, Mick Foley, Jeff, is the commish. Hell yeah. He's looking God, good. That, that, that was the most fun wrestling memory was his random commission commissioner table set up yeah his office would be somewhere different every week it could be on a forklift it could be in a james closet it could be in in the open stall of a men's bathroom yeah this one appears to be like a concession window of sorts oh that's awesome and like something like that he's got like fake cactuses and a little file cabinet yeah 
It's an He's awesome. Got toys and shit. Yeah, it's a classic makeshift office setup. It's amazing. I remember he had a judge's gavel from time to time. Hey, he's, he has one in his hand right now, Jeff. He's waving in Kurt Angle's face. That's how he makes shit official, is he bangs his gavel. Look at the talent. And then it just cuts to The Rock. Austin. Unbelievable. What a perfect role that commissioner was for Foley's fresh out of his career. Yeah. And then they WWE got greedy and tried to bring him back ten more times. And then they tried to boss him around and fire his ass. <laughs> like, all, all the... In the yeah. last decade, when they brought Foley back, they just... Spat him up and shoot, or chewed him up and spat him out. Really? Yeah, they just treat him like shit. I, I felt terrible for him. Like he was doing everything they asked of him, and you could tell like he, he wants to bring out his character more. He got an eight. He got a younger crowd somewhat, but everyone still respects him. But then he's like coming out and he has to be the bearer of bad news sometimes because that's what the storyline's making him do. It's horseshit. Yeah, it is. It, it it has failed, like definitely the last two times that I remember. But I'm sure a lot more than that. <clears throat> that that original commissioner role in the 2000 though was amazing. Yeah, like, best commissioner ever. Yeah, by far. Yeah, it's true. <clears throat> That's about all I got. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was backed out. Otis qualified over Dolph. I th- did we touch on that last week though? I don't know. I think so. I think yeah. we. I think we spoiled it for ourselves. Yeah. Because I looked it up. But yeah, that's probably good. That's probably uh, good because we're running. We're already at about fifty minutes, so we got to call up our uh, pizzaoli uh, Jay and learn about this new pie. Oh yeah. Well, let me get him on the horn real quick. Yeah, get him. Give him a jangle. All right. Welcome, Jay, to the Boom DDT Podcast. Oh, hello. What's up, Jay? Nothing. How you doing, Eric? Good, man. Uh, tell uh, Tony congrats on 30 years. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Methodist, 30 years. I know, I saw it on I probably Facebook, I guess, but, uh, yeah, unbelievable. I know, it's incredible. It's, he, he's, and he's had like, like six or seven or something sick days in 30 years. Oh, God. Sweet Jesus. I love yeah, that. Yeah, crazy. Joe's dad's a machine. Oh, dads love to throw out a stat like that. Yeah, that's oh. some like that's some serious American work ethic, right? There. Yeah, <laughs> it's just classic boomer. Or he's, yeah, he's no, not, really but is. he's not really a boomer. I don't think, right? A little on the young side of that generation. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I, I think he's a hairy he's young. Still a, he's still a boomer, right? Now, he was born nineteen fifty nine. What is the what are the qualifications? Uh, I don't know, but I, I I felt like he was young, but maybe not. Well, I'm, I'll gotcha. I'll look it up. Well, what do we? What kind of what kind of food are we talking about today? <laughs> I'm talking to Jeff about this yesterday. I think we're just gonna do it the 
a different type of pizza this time. Ooh. Um, and it was uh, a picture I sent you guys after the last time we did this. <clears throat> but last time we talked about like New York style and Neapolitan and stuff like that, like the hand tossed. Um, and this time we're going to do what is called a grandma style, which is like a pan. It's a pan pizza. It's not like a pan pizza. It is a pan pizza. Mm. Um, and instead of, um, you know, Neapolitan from Naples, Italy, this is based on a Sicilian recipe, which is honestly, um, it's just, it's basically sauce and cheese on top of focaccia. Okay. That's, that's pretty much all it is. But the difference between like Sicilian and the grandma style, and it's called grandma style because it's like something that your grandma would make you, especially like. Like, like Italian grandmas on like the East Coast stuff like that. No, oh, yeah, the, oh, yeah. the name um, the name's amazing and the name is great marketing. It really is. Yeah. I love it. I mean, and, and I think they actually sell it like that, like on the East Coast. Because I got this book called the Pizza Bible. I know I mentioned a different book last time called Pizza Camp, but this was <laughs> the Pizza Bible. This is by a guy named Tony Gimignani. Okay. Um, and he's an Italian boy, but he grew up in San Francisco. He's got a bunch of different restaurants out there that are, like, Italian and pizza-based. But, um, yeah, so it's basically just, uh, it's a pan pizza, but instead of par-baking it, which, I mean, you still can do, but so you say you have your dough, and then you, you par-bake it, and so it becomes focaccia, and then you put your toppings on, you throw it back in the oven, and then cook it. So that's kind of what makes it a Sicilian one. Um, it is square instead of circular. Um, and and the biggest characteristic that I like about it, and this is because I just love I love fat. Yes. Because um, it, it makes everything crisp up and just taste better. Oh, yeah. um, Use a shit ton of olive oil. So. Um, on, 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 you mean under the crust? Under the crust yeah. and in the crust. It's oh, in, in the man. dough itself. So, um, you know, if, should I just start off here with, the, with yes. just starting to make the pie? All right. I'm dying to hear so, how we make this pie, yes. pizza here um and uh you know i guess the the one of the most important things like i said is a lot of oil and there's also more yeast in this dose you know relative to um you know it's the regular new york style it's got to really puff up you want that good thick oh yeah puffy air inside of there so you're gonna do um you know a little more yeast you're still gonna do water of course um salt um i use a little bit of brown sugar because it kind of helps the bottom brown a little bit of the molasses and the brown sugar. Yes. Also helps, you know, activate the yeast like we discussed last time. Yeah. Um, so you're going to get that going. Um, and once you're, you know, and then plenty of oil in there, more oil than usual. So get that dough ball going um, and let it sit on your, you know, once it's formed up, you know, stir it around. If you have a KitchenAid or whatever, I, I just, I don't have a KitchenAid. Because I'm not made of money, but I have a wooden spoon and Whoa. a couple of bowls. Uh, Jason, <laughs> yeah, so, J- J- um, Jason, I gotta. So yeah. I just 
I gotta interrupt and tell you that uh, the KitchenAid mixers are pieces of shit nowadays, and uh, they can't um, st- stir some dough if their life depended on it. No shit, are they serious? They've just gone downhill? Yeah, they went downhill on the ones, like, the little, the classic ones everybody has, like, you start whipping up some thicker dough, and it's like, it's, it's like a, it's like a washing machine that's not level, it's like, it's flying all over you. Yeah, it's a piece of shit. What the, they're like $300, aren't they? Yeah, and I thought it was just me, I was like, yeah, this thing, like, maybe I just got a bad one, but I talked to somebody else and said theirs does the same thing. Like, it's really only good for, like, cookies cookie dough and like cake batters icing yeah but you don't even need that crap for i mean then you just whip it up yourself like yeah. it's not even that hard no i don't know but yeah go ahead what? go ahead i just wanted to tell you that you're not really missing out on anything when it comes to pizza dough and a kitchen aid no i'm really glad to hear that because i've been i'm unemployed right now so i've been getting the government stimulus stuff and i was thinking about splurging well, ask, you know, ask on, around. Uncle Sam putting it back into the system to get the kitchen aid. But... <laughs> yeah, a little, stim- <laughs> a little stimulus. <laughs> Thanks, Eric. I'm glad you told me that. Fuck that. Well, That's I don't bullshit. know. You could ask around. Maybe somebody else had other experiences, but I've talked to a couple people that didn't like it. Like, anything that's too thick, it's no good. Okay. No, I mean, I'm, I'm fine with using hand. That's stupid, then. Because that's all I really... I mean, I would use it for that, and yeah, maybe, like, making desserts and whatever but yeah what the fuck okay so this is all right kitchen aid no yeah (laughs) Yeah. all right so um where were we we had the dough going so once you have the dough assembled um which basically is just stirring it all together and getting until it forms um it doesn't have to be intense at this point you know no no specific like smoothing or kneading um, just stir it all together so it all comes together and let it sit for an hour. And then at this point, I like to, um, you know, once it's risen for an hour, it usually doubles in size. But I personally, and this isn't even recommended on the recipes that I've looked at, but I like to take wet hands, not floured hands, because you want this dough to have a high moisture content. Um, so I take wet hands and uh, just knead the crap out of it for like six minutes. And then like last time I talked about like the gluten developing so you get those like strands in there and then that helps um when it does bake um it kind of creates those helps create those bubbles in there yeah. um you know what i mean like so, oh, you yeah. ever have like a, a, a pizza hut pan pizza yes absolutely okay <laughs> i feel like we talked about pizza hut last time but <laughs> it's kind of like that or like a detroit style i know detroit style is kind of like the rave right now I feel. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's just a little thicker version of this, and then you put the sauce on top, um, and it has this. Maybe we'll talk about that another time. I've never made like an actual official Detroit style because you have to have a particular pan to do it in. Like, yeah, it's like called like anodized or something like that. Yeah, and do they do the? Does Detroit style do the thing with the cheese on the edge? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cheese on the edge, exactly. That's, yeah. like, what makes it Detroit-style, that, and the fact that they use this, I think it's called brick cheese or something. It's just, like, some, like, Midwestern processed cheese, but it makes it, like, super good. Oh, uh, there's a there's a St. Louis-style pizza, you know about this? Yeah. That they use, they, the, they use that fake shit. Theirs is called, like, do you know what it's called? Uh, it's, it, it, is it, like, kind of like Provolone now? No, it's like Velveeta. Yeah, thank God. Yeah, it's straight they, processed. 
but yeah, they use like that processed brick cheese or whatever, and that and that and then like you said, Eric, the cheese on the sides. Yeah. But that's that's awesome. Like when the cheese kind of slightly burns almost, and it gets that like. Oh yeah. It's hard to describe the flavor. It's like super salty and like. Yes. Just deliciousness. It's like when you make a grilled cheese and the cheese spills out of the pan. You got those little crispies. Yep. Exactly. Like, that's that's exactly yeah. what it's like. So I mean, and that's badass, but. I mean, well, yeah, maybe we could talk Detroit another time, because, I mean, it's like that a lot, but this one's a little thinner, um, and you don't have to have a specific type of pan, so, um, so I mentioned kneading it for uh, about eight minutes, so once you do that, you put it back in a well-oiled pan, like I said, don't skimp on the oil, like, we're not trying to be healthy here, like, that's just ridiculous. It's a pizza. Um, so then put it back in the, and then just put it in... Keep it in the bowl, the well-oiled bowl, and then put it in the uh, refrigerator overnight, like the last time. Um, or you can put it in the pan that you're making it in, too, um, and leave that in overnight and let it rise in the pan. See, it, it's up to you. I like to use a bowl just because it takes up less room yeah. in our fridge, especially when we're like, especially nowadays with the whole quarantine going on, we're not going to the grocery store that often. Yeah. So we don't have a lot of room in our fridge. Do you? We're, I, I'm not familiar with your setup. Are you in an apartment? Yeah, we're in an apartment. Okay. Like a, a two-bedroom. Okay, I was going to say, you, what you do is you get a garage fridge. It's a lifesaver. Oh, my God, Eric. Twice the <laughs> room. I, 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 would, I would kill for a garage. <laughs> I, I'm so sick of living in this apartment in the city. Andrea is, too. We're going to... We're we're gonna move to a cheaper place to live eventually, but we'll yeah, we'll, yeah we'll get you get you a, get, yeah too. get you a garage fridge. That's what. Oh you my get. god, it'd be incredible. It's it's it, great. I, I can't imagine. <laughs> it's it's great. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, um, yeah, if we had more room, like we we literally for Cinco de Mayo, mm-hmm. we like made a bunch of Mexican food. Like we made. Uh, like 40 tamales and that we've never made tamales before they actually turned out well and i was jeff i froze some and i'm gonna give some to you here this weekend but um oh yeah our fridge is just fucking packed right now full of just stuff oh yeah <clears throat> mostly just leftovers i don't know but i don't have enough room to put a full pan in my fridge with that pizza <laughs> dough in it so i choose a bowl oh yeah okay yeah and then okay next day you wake up whatever whenever you want to make the pizza um you let it sit out on the counter and uh, let it get to room temperature. Otherwise, it's going to be super difficult to deal with. And then you put that in a pan. Um, and I like to have, I forget the amount, like the actual ounces of dough for the size of pan. But like for, for now, we're just going to say um, maybe nine ounces of dough for a 12 by 9, just classic like half sheet pan, you know, whatever it is. I don't know if those are the exact dimensions, but... Yeah, I got you. <laughs> and then just grease the crap out of that, put your dough on it, um, and then just stretch it out as well as you can. It might take a few times. Cover it up with a towel in between every time, it, and that'll allow the dough to relax. Because it's going to be hard to stretch out at first to the okay, corners of the towel pan. Oh, uh, you can do a moist towel, or moist you can towel. just do, or you can do saran wrap. That's oiled. Just something that you don't want it to stick to. I, I honestly, I kind of set up a weird rig where I put it in the pan that we have, and we don't have anything fancy. It's not the... I, I wish we had an actual, like, Sicilian pizza pan or whatever it's called, but I just kind of put another, like, larger um, kind of roasting pan on top. 
and then put a bunch of towels on it because then the towels don't come in contact with the dough itself and it's still allowed to rise <clears throat> and then it's allowed to rise so that's all that's a big important thing here is you want it to rise in the pan so and then you also i don't know if you guys know about this jeff you definitely don't Eric, you might know about this. You like put little dimples in the the dough before you let it rise. I don't really know what this does, but for some reason, I I don't know. Wait, this is like press. You press your fingers into it, and like like put all your fingers and fingertips into the dough and create little dimples in it. Okay, no, no, I didn't know. I thought you were gonna tell us that uh, about uh, like. What did, they, what did they make us do, Jeff, at pizza, where you had to, like, roll this fucking thing on the dough to, like... Oh, the perforation. Yeah, so, yeah the perforation. Oh, that's called docking. Oh, whew. To, uh... Like docking it? Yeah, to prevent the bu- those huge bubbles, I guess. Exactly. So, yeah. but, but we want bubbles in this case, so... Yeah, but yeah. But that... I, so when I worked at Firehouse Pizza, we did that with the thin crust. You, did, you docked it, because it would, it would bubble up, and then you'd, like... You know, when it was in the oven, it would like the bubbles would rise, and then all the cheese would slide off. So you have like this giant just bubble of just like pretty much crust with a little bit of sauce on it. Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of, or just for an update on that, uh, Shane has succumbed to COVID nineteen and closed Firehouse Pizza. Are you serious? What do you mean he got sick? <laughs> no, 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 no. He just, uh, I think he just was like, "Fuck it." I mean, it could have been struggling, or who knows what happened, but. As soon as he sure. got, as soon as he got shut down, like a month later, he just closed, or maybe even less than that. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's so, a bummer. That's good pizza. Good yeah. sweet sauce. Yeah, Which, I was, mean, that's also what I'm going to talk about a little bit of a sweeter sauce here. Yeah. I, let's, yeah. Let's get through the sauce uh, pretty, uh, pretty rapidly because we got to get some predictions as well. I mean. Uh, no, 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 not at all. Sorry, I've been talking to you guys. No, no, no. I've had a couple of brewskis here, Jeff. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> Friday night, baby. Yeah, it's okay, Friday night. So you get the dimples in there. You let that dough rise because you want it to rise. You want the dip to be puffy, and then you just put on your sauce and your toppings, preferably um, whole milk mozzarella, not the part skim crap. Because once again, we're not being healthy here. Put it in the 500 degree oven. Um, and then just bake it until it looks done. I'd say about 12 to 13 minutes on 500 degrees, um, and um, take it out. I, I mean, Andrea and I like to put raw sausage on too, on top of the cheese. Fuck but yeah. the sauce should be a little bit sweeter too, because it's just better that way with like this like super greasy, um, puffy, indulgent pizza like this. Yeah, I think. Oh, and definitely. then um, I don't know. I put a little bit of. Uh, um, oregano on top too, uh, not fresh, just dried, and then cut it, and that's it. I mean, if you're like a ranch fan, I think this pizza's perfect for <laughs> dipping Hell because yeah. you got so much dough. Oh yeah, to dip. Oh, or for like sure. extra marinara, things like that. Um, so for yeah, the sauce, yeah, then you got the grandma style. Are you putting actual sugar in the sauce? Yes. Okay. That's so fun. But like maybe like a teaspoon and a half for like a twenty-eight ounce can of, of tomatoes. Okay. I was gonna say, yeah. is, it, is there anything special or critical about the sauce? No, 
I mean, Andrea makes it, and she kind of, like, reduces it down a little more than other sauces, so it's, like, super rich, because it's, it's a pretty rich pizza. Oh, yeah. Um, it's not, like, a light, bright Neapolitan with, like, basil and fresh mozzarella. No, um, this is your quarantine pizza. It's quarantine pizza. It's a grandma pizza, so it's, like, what your grandma would make you, like, kind of like a... Uh, a lightly topped, kind of crappy, thrown together pie, but it tastes like better than, um, you know, any any like fast any fast food pizza chain like the, you know, the Domino's or whatever. So, yeah, absolutely. How long would it take? You, how long would it take you to write out, like a classic recipe? You know, where it just has the ingredients and then a short uh, step by like you know a little step by step. I could do that easily. <laughs> you should do that and send it to me. Yeah, I for could... sure, dude. I mean, I got yeah, because it's a fucking great die. It's it's and it's pretty foolproof. For I mean, the oil really helps the dough. Um, it makes it makes the dough easier to work with. So just like a pie crust, like a pie crust has like a lot of butter in it, whatever. Like yeah. you 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 stretch out a pie crust, it doesn't really retract as more as much as like a regular pizza dough or something like that. So yeah, I, I think it's a good pizza for a beginner, um, and it's just easy to make it taste good. Like because the oil crisps at the bottom like crazy. It gets ho, 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 ho. you know as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ho 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 Ohio Lottery! Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Nice and brown. You don't have to have a pizza stone. Like the last time we talked about with the Neapolitan. So, yeah, what do yeah, you think it's about... A, it's a good just home, homey like fattening but delicious pizza and i know i know we're running a little long but i do have one more question what about cooking that son of a bitch in a cast iron skillet in the oven oh my andrea and i have done that so many times eric it's good we've done the cat oh yeah the cast iron's great we just don't have that big of a cast iron so it just comes down to laziness it's like should we make two cast iron pizzas or just one big yeah. boy yeah well, but that's why I, I yeah. have to say the cast iron browns the bottom better, hundred percent. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So if if you're gonna do cast iron, if you want to do cast iron, do it. Yeah. I just we don't have that. Like the biggest cast iron we have is like nine inches. Yeah. Um, in diameter, so. It's oh not yeah. That big enough. No, yeah, that's not good. I got a big. I don't know how big it is, but definitely bigger <laughs> than that. But yeah, I think that that's the first thing I thought of. That's my best pan for that. I think. Yeah, I would do it because it retains heat better and it's just going to crisp up your bottom better and then cast iron just is awesome. Yeah. I love cast iron yeah. for just anything. Well, no hell, plug for cast iron, no plug for KitchenAid. <laughs> no plug, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, uh, thanks for that, dude. That was a great description on the Grandma Pizza. I'm going to give you a round of applause. Thank you. And, uh... <laughs> I also have yeah, an, I, I, I got another update. So when was Tony born? Tony Shearbeck was born <laughs> April 27th, 1959. Oh, he's the official boomer. Oh, you've looked it up? Yeah, it's 46 to 64. 
Moving Holy in. shit! So yeah. okay, so he's on like kind of the the, the edge. Not yeah. really though. I mean, he's got a good five year. Yeah, he's booming out there. He's booming it, and he did it. He did it the boomer way. He went to the. <laughs> he, he he stayed thirty years at the same job. <laughs> Holy shit! He sure did. I mean, he's a great guy too. He's a yeah, he's a yeah. Good man. If you ever if you never met Tony, yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, let's give Tony a round of applause for thirty years, man. Yeah, hell yeah, Tony. <laughs> That's how you do it. Uh, so we have uh, uh, Money in the Bank, Jason, coming up here this Sunday. Yeah, Jeff told me. So let me pull up. Uh, did he tell you that um, the Money in the Bank match is going to be climbing the corporate ladder? At the he did, uh, it, and that's what like sparked my interest so badly about this. I mean, good God, that's that's a cool idea. I gotta say. Yeah, and it'll be cool. I think we everybody thinks it's gonna be like one of those cinematic matches, so you'll have to check it out with Jeff. I'm sure it'll be cool. Yeah. The, the rest of it's questionable, but I think that match for sure will be cool. Okay. <clears throat> so, alright, I got him here. You guys ready to do the picks? Sure. Alright. Jeff, are you still there? I'm here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, are you in the middle of writing something down? Yes. Okay, I knew it. <laughs> I, I, was at, I was adding up our free total, Eric. Uh, to this point, we have guessed 195 matches. Okay. You're at 60% with 117 guessed correctly. I'm at 61% with 119. Okay. So it's still a very, very close race. It's a tight one. Okay. Um... Let's start this is with Jay's first guess as well, so yeah. Well, welcome to the prediction show. Uh, let's start with the uh, fatal four-way tag team match for the WWE, excuse me, SmackDown Tag Team Championship. The the New Day, current champs, versus Miz and Morrison, versus the Forgotten Sons, which are like military guys that are new, versus Lucha okay. House Party. So, who do you got, Jeff? I'm sticking with New Day, man. Big E is... I'm loving Big E's style every week. He keeps thrusting. <laughs> why, why go away from the thrusting during a uh, pandemic? He, they, they bring the party with the titles. Yep, I agree. I'm sticking with New Day as well. Jason? I mean, I'm just going to... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with New Day, too. Why yeah, not? I... I I don't really know the other people too well, so and I do like New Day, so I'm going with them too. Oh yeah, no, it's a, it's a good pick. Uh, we will let's do only six matches on this card. Uh, Bailey, current champ, versus Tamina. This is the SmackDown Women's Championship, just a regular singles match. Jay Tamina is uh, American Samoan. Uh, <laughs> Bigger gal, about Nia Jax size, if you're not okay. Su- but Su- yeah, she's Samoan. Superfly Snooka's daughter, right? Or, so- or somebody in the family. Yeah, I think I think she's uh, either the daughter or granddaughter of uh, Jimmy Superfly Snooka. D- oh, she's the da- okay. daughter. Okay. Daughter? Yep. Um, I'll go first on this one. I'll go... Um... Let's see, what's the deal with Sasha Banks? Are they still tearing apart? Yeah, the rift is brewing for sure. Okay. 
slowly but surely between Bailey and Sasha Banks, so Sasha could have a Jay. Sasha's Bailey's best friend, but they've been on on and off. Never really had a true breakup, but there's there's some tension brewing. Okay. Uh, I'll I'll, I'll go wild card. No, I can't do it. It's got to be Bailey. I'll go Bailey. I will. Um, I'll take the wild card just for the <laughs> hell of it. Yeah, I don't even though I think it's gonna stick on Bailey because I think the the Sasha Bailey feud will revolve around the title. But I'll, I'll go Tamina. All right, Jason. I'm going Bailey because I, I know Bailey. I like Bailey. She's cool. Oh yeah. She's, she's got she's she's powerhouse. Oh yeah, dude. Power bottom dump truck. Totally, ba- totally a power bottom. Those <laughs> yeah. thighs, I yeah. like those. Those are some. Those thighs are something that runs in a family like mine, man. We got big thighs. Oh yeah, that's. There's nothing wrong with those big thighs. No, good for your back. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, okay, we'll go Braun Strowman, current champ, versus Bray Wyatt. And this is a WWE Universal Championship, a Rush story. Um, are you fam- are you familiar with either of these two, Jason? Yeah, you said Braun Strowman, right? Yeah, the huge First guy. One. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then Bray Wyatt's like the fiend guy. That's like a crazy, you know, who really knows? I, I think you've seen some of the fiend lately at my place. Uh, he dressed up in a mask, but then Bray Wyatt's alter ego is like this Mister Robin style character. He has this thing called the Firefly Funhouse, which is like supposed to be a kids show, but it's it's twisted and demented. And so, did you just say Mr. Yeah. Robbins? Yeah, he said Mr. Rogers. Yeah, he said Mr. Robbins. Sorry, that's funny. No, uh, I I didn't know that he had a. Oh no, I do remember the Mr. Rogers type deal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. No, I I know exactly. Okay. Cool. Who you go? Who you going there, Jason? I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm going Bray. Okay, Bray title change. Yeah. Well, yeah. I haven't predicted it, man. I should have went to Mina. I think I'm gonna regret that. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with, uh, I'm gonna stick with Braun, Jeff. Yeah, I'm too gonna have to go Braun just because he just got the title. Actually, okay. no, no, I'll go Bray. Okay, what are you thinking? I'm thinking this is how they're gonna pull a book of tea and ride the wave, <laughs> and they're, they're, this is how they're gonna make it ride. Is they're gonna give it to Bray for a while, and then Braun can legitimately win it back and stomp, stomp all over the place. It's so funny when you talk about wrestling and you and you just hear the names. <laughs> oh it's, yeah, it's one oh, of the, yeah. it's one of the best parts of talking about wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. So you're going, or no, you're going Bray. You switched it. All right, I'll I'll stay Braun. I, I'm going. I'm going Wyatt, baby. Okay, I'll stay Braun. All right, and then we got women's money in the bank. Uh, that's gonna happen at the same time as the men's. They're both the climb the corporate ladder, uh, match style. So we got Oscar, Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, Dana Brooke. Lacey Evans and uh, Carmella. I don't know if Jay knows any of those besides Asuka. I know Asuka, I know Nia Jax, I know Carmella. Yep. 
That's right. Shayna Baszler's basically like a cheap Ronda Rousey MMA fighter. Okay. Ass bitch. What ha- is Ronda gone? What's the deal with her? Yeah, she's so... yeah, she hasn't been seen since Becky whooped her ass last year at WrestleMania. <laughs> okay, so she made like a career a, a career decision. She she bounce. Yeah, she she like said she was gonna. I don't know. Like rumors were said she said she was gonna start a family, and then I don't I don't okay. know what the deal is. But then recently she started doing that thing where she like makes fun of wrestling again. And, like before it was oh, like. Yeah, before it was like it was a work, like it was just part of the show, which it still could be. So she might be making a comeback any day now, who knows. Okay. Because she's doing it again. She's calling wrestling fake and doing that whole scene. Yep. Uh, Alright, Jeff, who you got here? I think, uh, I hate the, that she's plowing through it, but I think Baszler's going to take this just to hang it over Becky or Charlotte in the future. Because, like, she can threaten with that briefcase and that can be her story since she's weak on the mic. So I'm going to go Shayna Baszler. Yeah. I just can't picture her carrying around that briefcase. No? No, <laughs> not really. Is uh, that a briefcase woman to you? No. No, kind of, kind of briefcase gal. Uh, let's see. No Dana Brooke. Carmella already did it. Lacey, no. I'm going to go Asuka. Hell yeah. Put me down for Asuka. Alright, who do you think of Jason? I'm going Nia Jackson. If you got, yeah, I'm going to go Nia. That's a solid pick. The pro- I like her. She's got she's got spunk. She's cool. No, she is cool. But the problem with the big guy, or in this case the big girl, is that the other people in these matches always team up on him and eliminate him first. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's that classic. Cla- it's classic. It's, yeah, it's been done. Yeah. Since like the beginning of time. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what you always got to worry about that, especially with the Royal Rumble picks as well. But it's possible. yeah, they gang up and they they, they shoot him out. Yep. Uh, and then we got the uh, men's men's side, same match. Uh, Daniel Bryan, Rey Mysterio Jr., the God, uh, uh, Alistair Black, King Corbin, Otis, and AJ Styles. Nice. Uh, this I don't know. I've been I don't really know with this one. I keep switching my pick in my head. Uh. But I think I'm going to stick with my original pick and say Alistair Black. That's interesting because um, Black was on WWE backstage and like he was in his interview, he was basically talking like it's a shoot, like he's talking in real life. And they would ask him, like Renee would ask him a question, and he would just give a one-word answer. Like she would be like, "How are you feeling? Like, are you feeling nervous?" Uh, are you feeling excited about this upcoming Money in the Bank match? He's like, no. So there's an awkward pause. She's like, okay, well, he's like, not not really excitement, you know. I'm just doing it. That's weird. Yeah, that is weird. Hype your product. What are you doing? That's super weird. But um, I don't know. He's he's just a weird interview in general, so I can. See why he doesn't get much mic time outside of his little smoke and mirrors scenes. Yeah. And I, I don't think he's ready for the briefcase. So okay. 
I'm going to go with uh, recency bias in the latest century. He is risen. AJ Styles back. <laughs> yeah. That was my that was what I was going back and forth between. But I didn't think that AJ needed needed the briefcase, you know. Well, without Gallows and Anderson since WWE laid off Gallows and Anderson, he he's got to have some spunk to keep him afloat. I think the briefcase is a perfect choice. Okay. Who who, who are you thinking, Jason? I'm going to I'm going to agree with Jeff. I'm going AJ. I'm going Mr. Styles. I'm doing it. I like yeah. him. Oh, dude. Yeah. I fucking marked out and we got a. I, this is a real story. This actually happened today. I went. I went to Kroger to get some shit, and uh, I went to the uh, clearance section. Jeff, does your King Supers have a clearance? Yeah, they keep changing the location. It pisses me off because I don't know where to send people. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's tough. They really do. They switch it all the time, but. Uh, I uh, went to the clearance section just to give it a quick browse, and there's one, I, I see it at the bottom, it's one WWE wrestling action figure. Oh my and god. And I was like, okay. So I, I bend over and look at it, it's AJ Styles. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I'm like, I never had an AJ Styles figure. I'm like, I'm gonna buy this for sure. It was on sale. It was only like four fifty. So now I have a fucking now I have an AJ Styles action figure for no reason. Oh my god! Where are you gonna put it? I don't, I don't know. Like I still have. Is it the um? Is it the same style action figures that uh, we used to have? When will the Swanton stop? Kinda. It's like it's like the newer version, obviously, because this is something they were selling. I guess. Does King Super have any uh, action figures? I've never seen that. Yeah. That's so funny to me. Yeah. Yeah. I swear. <laughs> it's so funny. That's awesome. Because yeah. I, I always check out the clearance section, too. If I, like, saw a wrestling action figure, I'd probably buy it, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's so dumb. I did it. I, this is the second time I've done it. I did it, like, two years ago with a uh, Bam Bam Bigelow action figure. Oh, nice. Because I was like, man, I never had Bam Bam Bigelow, and I loved him. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And, and then you have nothing to do with it. But I still have my collection, like, in my basement. So I, just, I have to just throw them in the box, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome you have the collection. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think you remember this, Eric. Oh, I know course. Jeff does, but the brown bag of wrestlers, man. Of course. We've covered it on this podcast before, I believe. <laughs> it's, Absolutely. It's a, Absolutely. <laughs> It's an it's an infamous wrestling figure story. It's just a brown bag of wrestling figs that just up and disappeared. It uh, totally up and disappeared. I it, it's gone forever. Know, it's just become just for me a euphemism for things that disappear. I, I mean, it's that's it. Yeah. It's like, well, it's brown bag wrestlers. That's it. Yeah. It's gone. The strangers. Like he's like, it's just pulled a brown bag of wrestling figures. Like. <laughs> Like People have no fucking idea what I'm talking yeah. about. They're like, what is a psychopath? Yeah, like it's talking a no about? Thing. Like, it's lost. And I have to explain the story, and they're like, oh, yeah. that's not that exciting. It's like, it was exciting to my friends and I when, I, when we were kids. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like we were fucking, that was a lot, that's a lot of money, too. Like, it was, oh, yeah. Those yeah. things were not fucking cheap. No, they weren't cheap at all. Actually, do we remember, like, how much were they? I... I don't know, Eric. I Maybe like, got like three for twelve, or something in that range. I was thinking two for fourteen or something, but maybe I don't know. But they were, uh, nonetheless. 
when yeah, you, to, for when you're a kid, they're expensive as shit. I mean, and then like Graham had the the ring, which was like astronomical to us. Yeah, yeah. And like the, the there was like a, a hell in a cell, I think, or like a cage. Oh yeah, they, we had the entrance, the Titantron, where you put the little heel on a little button, and it made their song come on. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god, that was fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Salute to action figures. I, I still had to buy the AJ Styles. I, don't ask me why, but it happened. That's all right. Eh? Yeah. yeah, I think it's great. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. I would have I done the same. Yeah. <laughs> you, it's almost, why not? That's yeah, like it's almost like... Of, I don't even know. I mean, it's like it was there for you for a reason or something. It's weird. It's like, why is yeah. there just an AJ Styles? Okay, yeah, I think I have to buy it. God damn. Are there any more uh, matches to predict? Sauce balls? No, that's it, brother. It's only six matches. I, I count five. Uh oh. Okay. Yeah, I missed one. Uh, okay. <laughs> Drew. We got Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins. It was almost totally forgotten uh, for the uh, WWE Championship. Keep I. Back. Oh yeah. Even though I I haven't. Picked a title change, which is dumb as hell. I have to go DMAC 2020. DMAC, could somebody describe him to me briefly? I, I feel like I know this guy. Is he. Yeah, he's like a real tall. Uh, uh, is he Scottish? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, a real tall yeah, I, Scottish. I remember, I remember him. Um, I'm going Rollins, dude. I'm doing it. Tighter ch- oh, title change? Okay. All right. You know Rollins is a heel now, Jay. It's fine. I like Rollins. I think he'd be okay as a heel. He's a little little whippersnapper. Yeah, he's a, boy. He is good at being a heel. Okay, so that's that's for sure it, Jeff. What's that? I said that's for sure it. Okay. All right. What you talking about? I was right with down the predictions. So you're going D Mac and I am as well. Yeah, but Jay- Rollins, yeah. All right. Well, um, thanks for coming on with us, Jay. That was another sweet pizza fucking tr- pizza recipe, Grandma's Pizza. Yeah, of course, guys. Oh. I mean, I, I'm i happy to come on and talk about any kind of cooking. I, I, I cook other things, too. I mean, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Feel free to, to do whatever you want, man. Yeah, you can branch out next time if you want, Jay. We'll have you back for sure. <laughs> yeah, any, okay. anything. I don't give a shit. It's it's a good segment. I'm excited to try that pizza. Yeah, I'll, 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 and I'll jot some stuff down for you, Eric, and send it to you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'd love to can try I, that. It sounds delicious. Yeah, I mean, it's tasty, and maybe, I mean, maybe next time we could, uh, I mean, I could briefly touch on, like, a... Like the the St. Louis thin crust, or like I guess the Illinois thin crust, whatever we want to do. Yeah. Or maybe do like a deep dish slash thin crust. Yeah. Or up. Yeah. Episode down. Uh, episodes down the road, you get into the Detroit that we talked about, or who knows? Prov- Dude, I just who thought, knows? I just thought of it. The cheese that they use on the St. Louis pizza is called Prevel. Yes, Prevel. Yeah, that's what it's called. I don't even know what that. Yeah, I've never encountered it. I've had it. It's not. It's not like. Uh, you just have to know what you're getting into because it really caught me off guard. I was like, "What the hell is this?" 
<laughs> it's just kind of like it's kind of like Velveeta, like a pro, like a super processed. It's just like it's Vel, yeah, it's like Velveeta, but worse, in my opinion. Oh but, my god! But maybe that's because well, like I grew up on the Velveeta, you know. I mean, so did I, Eric. I, I, we're, I mean, I, I eat yeah. a lot of Velveeta, dude. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, maybe the if you're from St. Louis and you're used to the Prevel taste, you would think that's better, probably, you know. Yeah. But it's similar. No, 100%. But it's similar, and that is the pizza cheese is a little odd, and it's all of it. You know, that's the only cheese they use. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay on that. Yeah. I'm, I'm pass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so yeah, so thanks for coming on, brother. Yeah, thank you guys. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm excited for the old uh, Money in the Bank, dude. That sounds awesome. Yep, I don't know when I'm going to watch it, because we'll probably be over at my sister's house for Mother's Day. It's a Mother's Day Money in the Bank. Mother's, Mother's Day Money in the Bank. Yeah. All right, boys, well, I better get out of here and uh, get some shut-eye. All right, yeah. Everybody. All right. Thanks for having me on. Hell yeah. Night, night. Night, night. But now I don't understand. Now I don't understand. Good. Okay. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the. Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You work hard. Switching to Metro isn't. This holiday, there's zero fees to switch. Right now, get high-speed data for just 25 bucks a line for four lines. That's Metro's lowest price, period. Plus, get four free Samsung Galaxy phones when you switch. Metro by T-Mobile, empowering you to rule your holiday. Plus device sales tax with eligible port in a no T-Mobile service in past 180 days. One phone per line while supplies last. If new line deactivates, all lines lose four-line promo rate. Additional terms apply. Limited time offer. See Metro by T-Mobile.com.